What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode two. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Cody. What's up, guys? And this is the How Bored Podcast, because how bored could you be if you're here for episode two? So today, we're joined by our only guest. Um, his name is DJ, and he's, uh, he's just one of the goats. I don't know how to... Uh, thank you. DJ, I appreciate um, that. Thank you for coming on here. Um, I'm pumped. Thanks for showing up, dude. Really appreciate that. No problem. No yeah, problem. thank you for, for showing up. up. It's nice when our guests show up. Slow shade there, being thrown around. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Um. So we wanted to start off this episode with just a couple thoughts and things about what's going on in the outside world right now. Um. That. I think I can speak for me and Cody right now saying there should be no tolerance for racism. Simple as that. You don't define somebody by the skin color. It makes zero sense. It's I it's tough to put it into words. There's so much anger and sadness, and I bet both of you agree. But it's just like we are all born the same way. We are all human. We were all put here, I believe anyways, to make this world better. So why why separate when we should be joined together? TJ, if you I'd like to put the floor to you if you have anything to say. Um I, I spoke a little bit about this to um the other day on, on my other uh YouTube channel and um Basically, what I'm just going to say is to those who allies, you know, that this fight is just the beginning. Like, I know it may feel like it's going to you want you want everything to go back to the norm, but the norm isn't normal for us. It's, it's toxic for us, the normal for like the black black people in America. So this is this is honestly a revolution. So I want everyone just to keep fighting, keep protesting, keep signing petitions, keep donating, keep educating yourself. Because, again, uh, I like to say, like. We're not free until all of us are free. So I just, I'll end on that. I 100% agree. And I, I should have said it when I first talked about keep protesting, keep signing positions, keep sharing those posts, keep doing anything you can do in your power. Because it's people of our age, we're all either in the late teens to 20s. We have to be the ones to change this and we have to be the driving force for generations after us so this problem isn't as prevalent in our future cody you have any thoughts that you'd like to share just or is it just more the what we said like no i mean it pretty much everything sums it up i agree with everything um you know like dj said about you know things going back to normal in my eyes I mean, I don't think there ever has really been a normal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like you look at, you know, you see people post and, you know, you see a lot of, you know, big, you know, athletes and actors and all that, you know, taking step. But it's like, you know, they also have to think about their kids in the world that they're going to come up in. So it's like, you know, if it's not like now and taking step forwards now, it's like, when will it actually, you know, be a difference? Mm-hmm. you know that's pretty much that's pretty much it you know 
I 100% agree. I 100% agree. We were put here to make the world better. Why separate? There's no reason to separate. We join, us joining together, our opportunities and what we can accomplish is limitless. Yeah, our generation is going to change the world. It needs to. And we should be proud that we're the generation that can do it and that we are the generation that will do it. Mm -hmm. All right, as long as you guys, you guys are both good. Nothing else to add. All right, we'll get into some of the topics. Cody, do you want to go over the first one? Uh, Yeah, so the um, first one that we're going to touch base on, just give me one second. I wonder what it is. All right. So officially starting July 31st, the NBA is making its return. So the NBA board of... That's the basketball one, right? Is correct, yes. Okay. So the uh, the NBA Board of Governors voted Thursday to approve a 22-team format to start to restart the 2019-2020 season, July 31st in Orlando, Florida, at Disney World. Um, sources told ESPN that the vote was 29 to one, with the Portland Trailblazers voting against the proposal, which I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, so there will be 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams. And they will play eight regular seeding games and uh, a possibly a possible play in tournament for the eight seed in playoffs. Um, just to um, list off the teams, New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. So those are the teams fighting, correct? Yeah. Those are the teams. I love, okay. I love this 13. Western Conference teams in nine Eastern Conference. Right, I mean, the gap, really wasn't the gap between like the ninth, the eighth seed or ninth seed and like the tenth seed were like really far in the East? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the play in tournament will include the number eight and number nine teams in conference. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth, in that case, the ninth seed would need to beat the eighth seed twice to earn the playoff berth while the number eight would need one win for Jesus would need one win from the two potential games. I would I can't I hope we have to come down to that. I love playing like games, like games that matter near the end of the season. I remember I think I think it was like two years ago, maybe I think so, where it was Nuggets versus Timberwolves. And I I just remember that game. It was the last game of the season. And I don't know if it was exactly like whoever wins moves on, like into the playoffs. But it was something like that where, like, I think if the Timberwolves lost, they wouldn't make it. If they won, they would make it. And that was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. I just remember Nikola Jokic just pulling up in Cat's face and burying threes. And I was like, "What? what is this? What is this? Yeah, that was – what's that? You said, was it 2018? I think it was two years ago because it wasn't last year. Yeah, because the Nuggets were the two seed last year. Or, yeah, they were the two seed. But this is all just a ploy to get Zion in. And I'm I mean, yeah, I, yeah, obviously the, the big headline is Zion can now get a chance to be in the playoffs. But I think I think it's really – it's going to be really cool to watch them play the eight playing games. They're going to all be going on at different times, but some games will be on the same time. And it's really going to give you that, like, AAU, like, atmosphere vibe. Because it's, it's – That's the first thing to, I thought of. Yeah. It's, it's, really, it's really one way to, um, to solve the problem of, like, not having fans. Because like, there will be other noises going on. With the yeah, court. it's not one game. But did yeah. you see that 
that they uh, they suggested putting 2K crowd applause and stuff behind it. Anything with 2K, throw it out. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm anything, off that. That's awful. I, I, I heard it was like shoes. it was like going to be games all day, at least six a day, and yeah. that just sounds awesome to me. Yeah, it's going to be NBA TV. Oh, the game's going. They might actually. They might even put it on TNT and just have like the TNT crew there while it goes on. No shade to NBA TV, but put it on ESPN and TNT, please. Thank you. But will there um, be like commentators as well? I'm gonna guess or so. No. The TNT yeah. TNT has the worst commentators. I'll stand by that. Chris right. Weber, Chris Weber, Reggie Reggie Miller, god awful. I love him to death, but Marv Albert needs to retire. He doesn't know what's happening on the court. Only one I've watched so many Celtics games on TNT this year, and it was like Jason Tatum made a shot. It was like Jalen Brown with the dunk, and I'm like, that's not him. That's not him. What's the What's the guy's name that um? Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, he He's the one that always has like the energy. He gives the energy to the games on TNT. Uh, I his name. He's he's he makes he makes games that aren't interesting like really interesting and like I think he has to be a part of it but like Chris Webber Reggie Miller Chris Webber will be talking about something that's not even going he'll like bring up a whole different tangent like someone would make a layup and he'll be talking about like something five plays ago it's like bro what do you he'll do? be like oh LeBron made the layup but did you see eight plays ago his little defensive stop that he made so brilliant oh. it's just like Marv Albert that's his name Marv Albert yeah Marv Albert dude he I'm sorry, no offense to Marv Albert, but the dude doesn't know what's happening. And yeah, I feel bad because he used to be one of the best. He used to be so good. Yeah. It's just like. But he, he gives energy to the games, though. He does give energy, and that's what I think a lot of. Wait, is it? No, is it not Marv Albert? No, I don't think, think it's Marv Albert. Kevin Harlan. It's Kevin Harlan. Okay. Is it, okay. Kevin Harlan? it is Kevin Harlan. He's really good. And they definitely of- are going to have to bring. Some commentators with some energy. It's gotta be. The, it's gotta be the ESPN crew. It's gotta well, be. Well, like my like I was gonna say, like to the energy comment. The amount of times, and I don't know if you guys agree, but when I watch when it's like the ones on ABC, and it's Mike Breen, Van Gundy, and Mark Jackson. Mike Breen to me is the only one that seems like he enjoys watching because Van he Gundy, loves it. He all loves he does it. is complain about how soft everything is, how. Oh, if that's a foul, then that should be a foul. And then Mark Jackson. Oh, boy, don't get me started about Mark Jackson. Yes, but he has the catchphrases. Come on. No, dude, it's the same catchphrase over and over again. Mama. There goes that There goes that man. <laughs> and it's just like, I appreciate him, but it's just like some of the things he says, but none of those things, and all respect to him, none of those things will ever match the stupidity of the things Paul Pierce says. Oh, my God. We don't, we don't have to talk about Paul Pierce. Yeah, no. We could go I'll on get, about I'll that. But he was – when he was uh, – because I was in Chicago for an All-Star weekend, and he was – I went to one of his speaking. Though he was speaking at the JBL store. I like, talked to him a little bit. One of the kids, like, asked him a question, was like, so, did you actually shit your pants, and that's why you couldn't go to the <laughs> – you knew the question was coming and it was like the last question it was like the kid was like 10 and Paul Pierce you could tell he's laughing but you could tell in his eyes he's like fuck it I fucking hate this kid <laughs> I think he he answered it by just not answering he's like all I gotta say is 
next question. <laughs> he didn't like, like he just completely like, answer it. Dude, this dude said LeBron wasn't top five. I don't know. We're all from around here. All I can remember is when I'm from the youngest I watch basketball is LeBron busting our asses. We've done it to him. He's done it to us over and over again. Uh, Paul Pierce is one of those just old heads that, like, will never have certain younger players pass older players and, like, their top ten. Like, Charles Barkley's even said LeBron can never crack his top five. There's nothing he can ever do to crack his top five. Which is, like, when someone says that, you can't argue with it, but it, it's fucking just wrong and stupid. But it's, like, how can he, like, does he not think before he speaks? Like, how could he, like, literally just say stuff and just think that it's, like, I had, I had a correct. Than Dwayne Wade. I, I really think I had a better career than Dwayne Wade. It's like, Paul, man, I love you, but stop it. I'm a better shooter than Clay Thompson. Paul, stop Paul. <laughs> Stop. And don't get me wrong, and we can all agree, Paul Pierce is dirty. And his prime, oh, yeah. Paul Pierce was dirty. He's a bucket. Like, I'm not disrespecting yeah. Paul Pierce, but, like, come on now. You ain't, he's like not... a slow-motion bucket. His moves were so <laughs> slow but so effective. Like, I, I love you, Paul, but, like, you did not have a better career than Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade has three championships. And he, and he was like, well, I think Paul Bottom, he's like, well, if I had LeBron and Chris Bosh, like, well, you didn't. You did it. So it's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade has a better career. That's it. That's all you got to say. So. All right. Looking, getting back to the topic we were starting with. Um, looking at these teams in the West at the bottom, you have Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, and Phoenix, like Cody said. Which one do you guys see making it into that eighth seed? Memphis is currently in there right now. Memphis. Memphis is going to. You think they're holding it? Yeah. Who's at the ninth seed? Um, right now it's Portland at 29. So it's Memphis at 32 wins, and then it's Portland at 29, and then New Orleans and Sacramento at 28. Portland's – I feel bad because Portland's struggled with injuries all year. So, like, I don't, I don't necessarily – I don't know if they'll make it. I don't know if they'll beat. Um, I hope they do. They are my pick, personally. I think they – because I think this break, if anything, there's a few teams I'm looking at that this break is going to help so much. It will help all, I think, but there's a few teams include, like, that I see in this that I think this rest will help. Like, Portland's one of them. They can get healthy. Um, the Raptors – the Raptors have been so good this year, and they have not been healthy at all. Do I think they'll go far? I don't no. understand how they're so good. I don't either. That's why I don't believe in them in the playoffs. It's gross. It's gross. But, yeah. They don't got Kawhi no more. So Kyle Lowry, playoff Kyle Lowry is coming into full form now because like, Kawhi's gone. We, well, playoff Kyle Lowry's not nothing. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Playoff Kyle Lowry's going to be there. His, his one for eight shooting, uh, getting baked by other opposing point guards. So it's great. And, and then the East is just – it's Washington – but they're, they're six games behind, I think, Orlando. I don't see it. No. What if John Wall comes back? John, how much better do they get, dude? How much better do they get? That oh. team is a mess. Yeah, I don't see that happening. That yeah. team can put up 140 points, but they can allow the other team to score 160. And it's just yeah. like, Damn. I don't know. All right, real quick before we move on, name me both who you think – Mix out of each conference, and then what is your finals prediction? Winner. Uh, I got Lakers, Celtics, and then and Lakers. Who is the winner? 
Lakers and how many games? Six. Cody? Going Clippers, Celtics. Celtics with the win in five. No, I changed that to seven. Seven games with the Clippers. I I don't got faith in the Clippers. They haven't played enough games together. I'm on the same boat as Cody. I believe Celtics versus Clippers. Am I biased? Of course, I am biased. I think that will be the most entertaining finals that we could get. I think they match up perfectly. We have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Then you have the young duo that could be as good as them if they reach their potential in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Only thing I'm worried about though is the Bucks. Like I, I, I wouldn't. I, would I will be. I'll side. be so happy if anyone but the Bucks win it. Oh, I don't care. I have. I I hate that train. I, hate I have underlined agenda in not picking the Bucks because if the Bucks don't make it. Then oh stop, dude! I know where it's going. And Giannis is going to come to the Warriors. So I, I would love to see that, though. I would love to see that. That that'd be so unfair. Yeah. I forgot about I forgot about that, and I forgot DJ who uh who you were siding with. Look, look, I'm always a diehard Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green Warriors fan. Oh, Draymond Green too. You included that name. I mean, uh, Draymond. I love Draymond's energy, and he does a lot for the Warriors that people don't give him credit for a lot of times. I I like Draymond. Before we move on, I'll say this about Draymond Green. In his prime, when he's there, crazy performances, crazy do-it-all guy. You need him on your team. Yeah. But my con with Draymond, and we saw it this year, he needs good people around him. Oh, yeah. And, but that's the thing. He's had Steph, Clay. Kevin Durant, that's his role. And is it fair to, like, say, oh, well, if he had that, like, if he was the leader of a team, he wouldn't do this? That's not the case. That's a hypothetical situation. But we've seen, like, this year, he's he's a role player. He's a very good role player. He's, like, not to bring it always back to the Celtics, but he's, like, the Marcus Smart. Like, he does the little things that help you help a team win. I know this is random. But it still blows my mind that Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden were on the same team. Yeah, like that's still like sometimes it'll just pop up, and I'm just like, wow, I can't believe that was a thing. If they they stayed together, they wouldn't be able to grow into the. Yeah, I know. No, James Harden would not be what he is today. We'll leave it at that because I'm not going to defend James Harden today. I'm too tired for that. All right, we're going to move on to our second topic. Um, which is, da, 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 da. um, so I was reading, um, the reports are, the reports are saying that Marvel's WandaVision reportedly casted Evan Peters in a mysteri- mystery role. Is he if, you don't, if you don't know who Evan Peters is. I do know who he is. Okay. You, you do. I was just telling the fans too, dude. Don't take it oh, I thought you said Cody. I don't know oh. if you know who Evan Peters is. Um, but he's mostly known for American Horror Story. One of the best actors, I think, in the business right now, especially TV. Every role that he's played in at least American Horror Story that I've seen, he gets lost in the role. He becomes the role and he kills it. And obviously, if he 
don't know if WandaVision is. It's the new Disney Plus. One maybe one of the new Disney Plus Marvel shows that has to do with Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and um, fairly Vision. odd parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vision's Cosmo. Wanda and Cosmo. Wanda and Cosmo. Let's go. And, and Doug Dimidone, owner of the. Well, I don't even know the rest of it. I'm sorry. Dimsdale Dimidome, dude. Dimsdale Dimidome. All right. But I've read some things, and the most interesting thing, like you said, DJ, earlier about it is that Evan Peters has already been in a Marvel movie. He's already played a famous Marvel character. He's played Quicksilver, well, but that Fox Quicksilver. Yeah, Fox, yeah. And I, I think I'm, – I'm, I, I, I don't know if they – they probably will cast him because they have the rocks to fight Fox now. So they, I think they cast him as quick. So they just keep it under the rug. You think they did, dude? That's a big move. That's a big move. Because they they had you had um, in Age of Ultron, he wasn't he wasn't labeled Quicksilver. So they they still had that. He was so good. He was so yeah. underused. Yeah, they have that cannon. Oh, his accent was terrible. But so was Wanda's, but she fixed it. Yeah, she fixed it. They just let it go. Like, yeah, just let it go. I read, I read about that because I got, I read about that where it was like the reason why she doesn't have an accent when it keeps going is because she, the theory is that she was trained to not have the accent so she wouldn't stand out. And I was like, that seems like a cop out, but it makes sense. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Or, or also just like the more she's around American people, the more. Her- Accent fades away, maybe. Thinking that's all via. Also, um, one of the biggest things I've seen, like one of the big rumors I've seen, other than um, him playing Quicksilver again, which I agree, I don't think is the case. I think it's way too soon because all their comments have been, we're not using them for a little bit, and there's already. It is has to do with the multiverse. What I've heard. I just don't think they're that ambitious yet where they're going to just go for that. Mm-hmm. The big role that I've seen, and I promise if I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. But his name is Mephisto. He yeah. was um, introduced in the comics in the Silver Surfer comics. And he's one, the Silver Surfer is one of his biggest enemies and he's, went to battle with like Thor, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. He's in the comics, Marvel's known for changing their villains a little bit to go with like the modern and not as silly. But he's known as, and this is what I'm reading from a website, the devilish red demon. He's an immortal being with magical otherworldly powers. He can transform into different shapes and sizes create illusions, change memories, and alter time. And with someone's will, he can capture and keep their soul. Wow. And in the comics, in the Vision and Scarlet Witch comics, which I don't know if it's com- the show will be completely based, it'll probably take some things out, but in those comics, and it has been confirmed with various leaks that Wanda envisions twins, their twin kids, will at some point be in the show. And in the comics, the root Mephisto, I'm butchering that name, I know I am. Um, he reveals himself as the true owner of their souls and reabsorbs them out of existence. Mm. 
So basically, he takes these kids and just takes, I don't want to say just takes them. Say, yeah, yeah, he just takes them and they just don't <laughs> exist. <laughs> just takes them and they don't exist. There it I is would now. Love to see him as this character. I think he could kill it. I've seen him play good yeah. guys, very bad guys. Anything he will do, I have a hundred percent confidence that he will kill it. There isn't the show it's supposed to explore Wanda slowly losing her mind. And... That's what I that's what the rumor is like the big thing is gonna be because it's like obviously spoiler alert, um vision vision's dead. Yeah. Vision got the stone ripped out of his ripped out of his head. Um, but the big yeah, the big rumor is is that because this is supposed to tie into the next Doctor Strange movie, yeah, multi, uh, who was it? Multiverse of Madness. I mean, yeah. Who's who's directing it? I forgot. Sam Raimi. Sam yeah, Raimi. Spider Man. Sam Raimi. Um, but the way that they think it's gonna end, it's because how is Vision in this? That this whole show is cause it's supposed to be like a sitcom. Like yeah. some of it's supposed to be like look like a sitcom, and then this is what Wanda is imagining her head what her future would look like with Vision still in the picture. And then the end, Doctor Strange comes in and it's like, hey, you're doing things that you're not supposed to right now. Because she's confirmed Wanda to be in the Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah, she, it's supposed to, they're really going to explore. I think they might do the House of M. And mm-hmm. she creates she creates the mutants in one of the in one of, the in one of them movies. I believe so yes don't quote me but I do believe so yeah and so I think they're really going to explore I've, I've, I've been waiting for them to explore her powers because they barely even touched the surface of what she can do and it's going to be she's really- one of the most powerful and I'm happy people are starting to realize I see on Twitter all these times she's number two Captain Marvel number one yeah Captain Marvel number one and then Thor's three she's the okay. only one that's 1v1 Thanos and really cooked him because remember, 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 even also too in Infinity War, she's blasting the stone out of Vision's head while also holding him back at the same time with two diff- two different hands. Power like, moves only. Power moves only. She's she's powerful, and I'm I'm happy. That movie, that movie. I'll say it now. Hot take, cold take. I don't care what anything. Infinity War is the best Marvel movie, best comic book movie of all time. I'll end it there. I don't want this debate. This can be another episode. Best comic book movie of all time. And not say anything else. That's all All right. That's that's what I want to say. I agree. And I'll leave it there. But I also haven't finished them. So, yeah. I just want to let all our viewers know that the our co host, Cody LaRose, has watched every single Marvel movie except for Avengers Endgame and Spider Man 2. He watched, he binged them all, got to Endgame, and stopped. It's now on the perfect, the best one, the best cinematic experience of this decade. The one that has all the answers to what you're looking for. I'll get there. <clears throat> I'm in no rush. I like right. binge the other ones in like probably like a week and a half. Got to this one and it's been like a month. <laughs> Last question. Out of the Marvel shows for Disney Plus, and I can name them off that have been announced, what are you most excited for? At least the ones right now that are filming or have been filmed. WandaVision, The Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki. Falcon Winter Soldier. Cody? 
Loki. Loki. I'm torn. I'm interested in all of them. WandaVision wasn't for a while because I was like, they're going to try and do a sitcom with a comic book. And I'm like, you know what? They've shown me in the past, like, oh, we're going to make a funny comic book movie. I'm nervous about that. Guardians of the Galaxy killed it. I mean, isn't, wasn't the Falcon Winter Soldier supposed to be like a buddy cop film? A buddy cop show? So, like, I don't know because I'm hearing the things I've read is that Falcon is not Captain America and does not become Captain America in the show. Yeah, um, I, don't think, I don't think he was going to. I never believed that was going to happen. I think it's um, what is his name? I think Wyatt Russell. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He is going to play, um, what's it called? He's going to be Captain America at least right now in the show, because of everything with Falcon going on in what happened in like Civil War and the Accords and all that, and him being a fugitive. They're like, we don't want him being our Captain America. Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, uh, that's what I think. But Wyatt Russell, if you didn't know, is the son of Kurt Russell. Yeah, I did. I didn't, I didn't know that. He's he's been in a couple. He's he's in Twenty Two Jump Street, Cody. If you ever seen the remember the dumb football player that was best friends with. Uh, that's him. That's him. And okay. that so I heard that show is gonna be have a big Winter Soldier like the movie vibe, which I'm all for. It's supposed to be like a political kind of like. As political as Marvel will get, we know Marvel. We know the mouse that owns everybody. Yeah. Play it safe. But I don't know. If I had to put it in order, right now, I would say from – I'm excited for every single one. I will never not be excited for a Marvel movie. But it would probably be one Falcon Winter Soldier, two Loki, three WandaVision. But it, they're all – it's so close. They could flip and switch. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it's um, I I I think they're all gonna be really good. Uh, just a level Marvel content, but for short, a short um TV show is gonna be really good. Sure. Yeah, because I think I think each one's only six episodes, something like that. Probably an hour each. If they do the Disney Plus, what they've been doing before, one and one a week, which I'm I'm fine with. I, especially if it's only six episodes, I can do the one a week. I have something to look forward to every week. Mm. All right, Cody, are you ready to talk about this next one? Because I am, and I am pumped, and I came with stats, and I'm ready. Uh-oh. Is this what I think it is? Do you want to take a guess? I'm guessing the Jordan Eagle-Bron. Jordan, Jordan and Paul Pierce, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give the slight edge to Paul Pierce because you know the wheelchair game history, history, <laughs> iconic moment in his career. <laughs> this isn't a Paul Pierce slander channel, by no. any means. Just to let everybody know, we all love Paul Pierce. Y'all have a special place in his heart. Some of the things he says. All right, Cody. Where's your stance on this? Jordan versus LeBron, who is the GOAT, the greatest of all time? Factor everything in. What is your answer? Michael Jordan. DJ, I believe you have a different answer than that. All right, so when you say GOAT, are we talking greatest player of all time? Not just talent, George is talking. I'm saying – 
Greatest of all time, not best player all time. I, as much as I want to say Jordan for the sake of this, I've always I've been teetering lately. I'm gonna say I'm say LeBron's a goat. LeBron James. LeBron is. Do you do you care to elaborate on that? Of why LeBron's my goat? Correct. Yes. I think the biggest the biggest thing people hold over LeBron's head when it comes to the Jordan and goat. Uh, argument is record, finals record, like LeBron's 3-6, and six, Jordan's 6-0. and oh. But I'd like to point out the talent level of the teams, they're both, they're playing. I'm sorry, but Michael Jordan was playing plumbers on the court, okay? I'm, he wasn't playing, he wasn't playing nobody. Can I, can I just add that I hate hearing that reference? <laughs> that reference literally gets me so mad, and I don't know why, but it's, everyone, I hear it so many times. Look, it's true, though, like, Look at the teams. Right, let's look at the let's look at the, the six teams Michael Jordan played in the finals. First team played the Lakers, an old Magic out of his prime, James Worthy on the back end of his career, didn't have Kareem. They won one in what five games that series. So yeah, wasn't really that big of a challenge. Next one, Clyde Drexler's Trailblazers. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Who else is on that team besides Clyde Drexler? I can't name anyone else that's a, a relevant All Star player. So that check that one off. Also, that game, the game where he had the threes when he did a little shrug. Watch that game. Tell me how many wide open threes he made. Oh, I'm on fire. Yeah, if I'm shooting wide open threes, I'm gonna make them. Like, like come on. Third team. The Suns. Who's on the Suns besides Charles Barkley? Who's on the Suns besides Charles Barkley? Who Fucking is Charles Danny Barkley? Ainge? Danny Ainge. Come dude, on. Danny Ainge, dude, throw put some respect on his and name. Took him six games, six time games. Out, Cody, timeout on you, timeout on you. Took him six games. That's not six games. And then now we transition to the the second half of Jordan's career. And what is it? This the seventy the seventy two win season. The Seattle SuperSonics, bro. Come on now. If LeBron played any of the teams that only only relevant team I would say Jordan's played in the finals were the Jazz. Jazz, I would give them that because you have two All-Stars, two Hall of Famers, an MVP. But if you look at the other teams, like, come on now. LeBron, be, LeBron would sweep those other teams. You're saying what ifs, though. You are saying what ifs. No, that's but, all no, I'm but, saying. It's like, what if LeBron played it, but he okay. didn't? All right, we won't. But that's, why, but that's what it comes down to. When you compare generations, it's really hard to compare generations because it's different eras. And, you know, you can't, it's all what ifs. It's all hypotheticals and purple. I like, you know what I mean? So, And people that love to hold, like, championships as this, like, that makes you a goat then like bill russell or people know bill russell has 11 championships but let's look at bill russell played in a six-team league with a bunch of five six like white guys like i'm sorry it's not really that impressive to average what do you average like 20 points and like 10 rebounds so i i i think i i got lebron as the goat because he has had to play a lot harder teams in the finals he's had that he's dragged terrible teams to the finals Look at the two Cavs teams that he dragged, the 07 season and the 2018 season. Those teams were never should have been finals teams, and he, he brought them there. The only, like, only, I'd say, blemish on his, uh, his finals record for me is the, the Mavs loss. He should, they had no business in that series. So. Um, I'm just going to say it now. Uh, it's the tough – I think it's – you could do 1A, 1B with both of these guys. I think they belong in their own category. I think it should be 1A, 1B. They're both greats for their own reason. I personally, 
I can I switch back and forth too. But I'm gonna go. I have Jordan. I have Jordan as my guy. But I'll explain why. I'll explain why. I was looking at the stats, and I think stats aren't everything, but they are important. But like you said, who they're playing matters too. Like, and I agree. Jordan has more. I mean, by by all means, most of their stats are pretty close. They are. They are very close. Very close. Can we all agree, though? Can we all agree, though, that Jordan – I mean, LeBron's a better player, just talent-wise. Is that agreed upon statement? I wouldn't say – I don't know if I can – I would – I agree, but I don't know if I can say it's talent. I think he's just a different beast, if that makes sense. I'm factoring in, like – But I think you have to take in the talent. Like, look at his passing ability and rebound ability. Michael Jordan can't do that. That was one of the – I wanted to share that, too, one of the – craziest um not crazy but like interesting things i saw when i was looking through stats is that lebron's assists all time and rebounds all time are so close and i didn't expect that Mm -hmm. for instance lebron 9298 assists all times and still counting yeah lebron all-time rebounds 9353 it's like so top by what 55 yeah 55. Uh, averages both 7.4. Seven, they, they right? Most, he has also the most playoff triple doubles ever, right? I think he passed. He passed Magic like a uh, – I think he did, yeah. One of my biggest things, and I don't care what anyone says because my the biggest argument is that Jordan is a better defender than LeBron is. And you can say – you can bring up the point, well, when LeBron tries – on defense, he's so good. I'm like, he does. Yeah, he is. He's a great defender when he tries. I don't see that. I've we've I, seen, we've he, seen. He's it. older now. I you have to also take into account he's older. Like it's Michael always Jordan. the highlight plays. So it's always blocked by James. Which don't get me wrong. Well, always big time blocks. It's the same. I'm, I mean, again, he's older. So like, if you look at LeBron when he was in his like youth prime years for a def- his, as a defender, he's first team all defense. But I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you Jordan as a better on ball defender. You know what I mean? But I don't. I wouldn't say LeBron. It's not. It's not like a, a big gap. It's really close. To bring Three it times up, steel leader. All defensive teams. Jordan nine times. Nine first team all defense. LeBron six times. Five first team defense. How many defensive player of the years does LeBron have? Zero. How many does Jordan have? One. How many yeah. times has LeBron led the league in steals? Zero. How many times has Jordan? Three times. I'll give you. I'll give it to you. I'll. I'll give you that he's a better. I and it's not even. I'm not even trying to bash LeBron because I have so much respect and a lot of hate just because the amount of times I've seen him take down my team, it hurts me. But I do think it's one A and B. I do think other stuff factors into a the GOAT conversation. I think the GOAT in the most, like, talented or, like... It's two different... Two different yeah, it's two different things. Because, like, in the GOAT conversation, I'm putting into perspective the Jordan brand. I you can't. I don't think you can put that into... You can't put that in there. Because Nike is huge as well, and LeBron is a big part of how big Nike is. I agree with that, but it's also... But doesn't Nike but, own Jordan now? Yeah, Nike, Nike, well, Nike always, they're, they're Jordan is Nike. It's just a different. Yeah. 
Jordan's, Jordan's Jordan shoes, dude. Jordan's shoes. I mean, yeah, Jordan's okay. Shoes, and it's just like LeBron. I'll say this: what I've seen, anyways, and I could be wrong. LeBron's off the court, like what he does for. No, I don't want to say what he does for communities, but stuff like that. He's so much more vocal than Michael Jordan is, and I appreciate him for that. Yeah, and and it's I. But to your argument about the shoes. Michael Jordan was also revolutionary for, like, just a game of basketball. So, like, obviously he's going to be bigger and his shoes are going to be bigger because of, I don't know, just... Could you say that his impact to the game is bigger than LeBron? Or would you say LeBron's impact was big is bigger to the game of basketball, like the NBA? Michael Jordan is bigger because of how much he grew the game over the world. Like, he, he made it a worldwide phenomenon. Like, basketball in the 90s really expanded to like Europe, Asia, um, parts of Africa. Like it just, it just grew because he was such an icon. So it was really tough to match that level of impacts because, you know, just the time of when it happened. So Yeah, that's then, what I agree with. Like, I mean, the legacy that Jordan left behind, like I don't think anyone will top that. Like, I feel like he paved the path that everyone, like, strives to be. Yeah, but that's just because of where we are in the narrative. Like, so everyone that's writing the narrative about Jordan being, like, the greatest ever grew up watching Jordan. But, like, 20 years from now, it's going to be LeBron because we're going to be the ones writing the narrative. It's going to be – It's going to be, like, LeBron. It's going to be Curry. It's going to be all these guys. Like, oh, I play like them because I grew up watching them, which I agree with, like, I don't, like – I don't play like him, obviously. I don't have that skill but like Kobe Bryant favorite player of all time will always be when I think of basketball in general I think of him he was the one that got me into basketball Kobe yeah tattoo show your tattoo you know I completely forget that you have that tattoo all the time I will always see that he uh who's your top five all-time players Because this is like, um, I, I, well, I'm curious who your top five is. My top five, like, LeBron and Jordan are there. They're in the, I don't know if I can do order, the whole order. Like, I have one and two. I don't know if I can do whole order. I have, it's LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Oh, I, I want to put Shaq in there. I want to put Shaq in there, just how dominant he was. Yeah. And then... Five, it, I feel like anybody, like five, there's so many options for five. Part of me, because I'm a fanboy, I don't think – I think he belongs in top ten. Sometimes I think he belongs in top five. But for impact on the game, I, Steph Curry deserves to be. Yeah. I got Steph in my top ten as well. He just – you can say whatever you want about, oh, he does just shoot threes. That's not true. We've seen him do other stuff. He – but the way he changed the game, and you can't – people are like, well, it was going that way anyways. Steph Curry he, made a bad shot a good shot. He, he's the second most influential basketball player of all time behind Michael Jordan in terms of look, how the game has changed. Look at the amount of people that just pull up for free now with so much confidence. And people tell – like, the coaches, like, do it. Look at how many threes are taken per game. After 2015, I'd say after 2014. After that, like how many threes are taken per game? Ever, I think a team now averages like 30 to 40 threes a game. Threes a game. 
like damn near close to that. I think um, if I had to put my like number five, it's probably Kareem, but it could switch no matter what. For me, I got I got LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. It's either Magic or Shaq, but they're four and five. And then I got K- I got Katie in my top ten as well. Cody, how about you? I'm pretty much on the same page as everyone else. Okay. Like I would say, probably the same. That's well, me and DJ said different people in our four and five. Like we, I think we we yeah, can all agree it could go either or. We could all agree that it's that we all. I'm guessing we all think that LeBron, Jordan, and Kobe are in the top five, right? Yeah, they're they're my top three. So who Not would you? Order. Who would you – who are some people you put four and five? Like Shaq, would he be four or Shaq five? Shaq would be four, yeah, yeah, four or five. And then – I feel like it's tough when you get past the three because, like – First off, I always hate putting, like, people in top positions. I hate it. It's something like – like last episode when you guys were going, like, quarterbacks and shit, I don't like doing that. I struggle with it. Don't know why. But, yeah, no, I would say that one through four and then five is pretty much a toss-up. Mm. I don't think there's really too wrong of an answer. Fair enough. That's – all right, all right. There, there really isn't. It's all, it's all opinion, too, because no matter what we do, no matter how we rank it, there's always going to be a little bit of bias, bias in it. But that's – It's impossible to compare generations at the end of the day. So, like, I think we just got to go by – each generation's like top players, you know. Oh, exactly. Like that's the best way to do it. So that's why I when people say like, "Well, it's a what if," I'm like, "All right, then we this all is a what if. Like we can never compare it. Then you know, it's impossible to. It's easier to do generations than it is all time. Yeah, it's so much easier. Which is a hint. It's gonna be an episode topic in the future where we rank. We're going to, because this is when we were born, from 2000, the 2000 and the 2010s rank our either top five or top ten best players. Mm. All right, so we decided that me and Cody are Team Jordan. Yeah, so the plan was, obviously, with our other guest, we thought it would get a little bit more into it, but... (laughs) We had another guest who, who. DJ, you all right, dude? Yeah, I'm just choking, you know. Someone. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I, it's just one of those things that they'll, it'll forever be. I don't know about forever, but it'll always be back and forth. All right, one question before we go on to our next topic. I just thought of on the top of my head. When his career is all said and done the way you see it going, where is Giannis all time? Uh, it's impossible. To, it's impossible to even. It's too early. It's really, if he continues on this rate where he just keeps getting better. But again, it's it's tough to even. He's so he's only twenty three. Like I don't even know where to project. That's where he crazy goes. to think. That is how young he is. Disgusting. Like I mean, it's obviously disgusting. he could go down as one of the greatest players of all time. But like again, we don't know. He's twenty three. You don't know how his game develops. Yeah, I mean, one guy, thing could go wrong. I mean, God that, could, God that forbid, could be big. God forbid that does happen. I, I think mean, he I, hasn't showed any signs of, like, anything serious, but, you know, it's always a thing that could happen. 
he has top ten, top five potential. I'll give you, I'll say that. I would say definitely top ten. If he keeps on the track that he is. Debatably top five. He needs to get a shot. He needs to be faster. It he's, is he's pretty fast. He's just he's long. so long. Like he's just, so long. It's literally it's like yeah. his length like factors over his speed. Like mm-hmm. it factors in because he's just so long. It's insane. I'm I gonna mean, say, someone's three steps could be his one fucking step. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say top five. I think he could reach top five potential. I'm gonna leave it at that. But that's if everything goes to plan, which we will find out. Oh my fault. He's twenty. He's twenty five, not twenty three. That's still so young. That's yeah. still so young. Anthony Davis is like twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll get into Anthony Davis in a little bit. But with our next topic, we're going to talk about how another streaming service has been introduced with HBO Max. I know me and Cody both have it. DJ, do you have it by chance? No. I do not have it. No. Um, basically, what it seems like it is, it just seems like HBO. Like, if you have an HBO account, it seems like the same thing. It seems um, like a mix of all the different HBOs that they've had. There's also – there's isn't there, like, more shows on there now that, like, you probably – like, previously couldn't get, like, Fresh Friends is on there? Yeah, Fresh like, there's, like, there, that. Yeah. Friends. Friends is on there. Friends is on there. <laughs> Um, I don't care about French Friends. The best show of all time. Um, oh, my God. We'll talk about that later, <laughs> DJ. Don't worry. We'll talk about that. Don't worry. Um, but I, I've been looking through it. I've watched a couple of things. Like, like I just go on and look. Like, I saw – I watched – it's called Spirited Away. I don't know if either of you have seen it. It's, hmm. um, it's from Studio Ghibli. It's like an anime movie. And I'm not big into anime. Well, I can't say I am. Like, it's just not my yeah. thing. But I've heard I heard great things about it, and I'll give it. A, it was really good. It was really good, and the animation is some of the best I've seen. And it's kind of not old, but it's been out for a while, so it blows my mind how good the animation is. But I won't lie to you. When I went to watch it, I heard so many things about how and it'll make you cry at the end. And I was like, you know what? I want a good cry. Let me watch the movie. Oh, I think you told me about this. Yeah, and I didn't cry, and I was, I was pretty, I was pretty upset that I didn't get to cry. But did you, did you, did you understand why people said that could make you cry? It was. was, Could you relate to it? It was more of a happy cry, I think. If anything, Mm -hmm. like it was more of a happy cry. Um, if you need a movie to cry to, Marley Me is always the one to go to. Just know that. The only movie I've cried to. Not Titanic. <laughs> no. Um, but like some things they have on there, like they have all the Harry Potters. They have all the Harry Potters up there. They have all the Harry Potters. I have those on DVD, but I guess it's easier. It's easier to watch. I wonder if, how much is it per month. Um, I think it's 15? like fifteen. Oh. Yeah, they the prices are. For student discount. There might no. be actually. <laughs> they they should there? be. There should be yeah. But it's just like I watched um. Watch John Wick three again. Goat movie. I haven't seen that yet. I, have you seen any of them or no? I would advise watching those. Those are some of the best action movies. Yeah, the the um the fight, the choreography for the fight scenes is like one of the best of all time. Um, what else did I watch? They have both the Scooby Doo's on there. I'll just say that. Watched those the other night. I might have watched both of them. Um, those will those deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. DJ, don't look at me funny. Don't look at me funny. <laughs> I love those movies too, but you need to simmer down. 
Yeah, simmer down. Um, Those are like movies as kids that we thought really good, and you watch them now, and they're like, Ugh. they're even better now. They're no, dude, better. no, they it, they still blow my mind. I'm like, at a point. Out. No, like no, no. Yes, <laughs> dude. For for how old they are, like how real fucking Scooby looks blows my mind. Only okay. person. All right, crazy. I don't know about that, Cody. You I don't know about that. Good, what do you mean? That dog does not look real. He does not look dude, real. It looks. It looks, it looks pretty decent. For what? How old is that movie? Well, for how old it is, yeah, but I wouldn't say it ever. Like, I don't think even back then I was like, oh, that's a real dog. Like, only reason why that movie's decently good is because of Matthew Lillard. Like, Matthew Lillard gives a great performance. But besides they that, should have brought him back for the new Scooby Doo movie. I will say that. He's the only one that can get that voice right, other than the OG. Can't think of his name. I'm so sorry. But what? So the, you're saying it doesn't look like a dog for it being. 18 I mean, it looks like a dog, years old. I can tell that, dude, it's not a real one. I mean, obviously, yeah, but I'm just saying for what it is. For what it is, yes, I agree. It's very, first, it's good special effects. The first for what it is. One. What did you say, DJ? So the first one's better than the second one. That's all I got to say about those movies. Oh, we, you're going to come back on the episode for that. <laughs> it's, it's, it is. It is. It's just a better film than the second one. I'm on the fence about. I there's part of me that likes one over the other. We saw. But, we all saying before we get big into this Scooby Doo one versus Scooby Doo two discussion. How we got here, um, that Scooby Doo two brought all the monsters that we knew and loved to life. I'll say that. I'll just say that. True. Yeah, I'll just cool. say that. But um, yeah, like it has to do with HBO, but. Do you guys think it's bad that we keep getting more streaming services? It's the streaming wars. It's um, we talked about a lot about this when my first class at school this year, um, my foundation of television. It's just a new wave of how media is going to be played out because it's so easy to access at home. So everyone that has rights to like the the companies that have rights to their shows are going to create their own streaming services because they know they get a lot of attention for it. Like so, NBC is going to come out with um. To get the name of theirs, but it's going to have The Office on there. So everyone who loves The Office is going to buy that streaming service just to watch it. So it's it's I mean, it's it's a it's an age of like how many. Uh, the question is how many streaming services are we going to pay for it? You know? I mean, I was I was going to lead into that. How many do each of you like off the top of your head? Do you have now? I have two. Well, HBO Go. I get it for free with school, but I also get it with my Xfinity, so I won't even count that. So I have I have Netflix and um, Disney Plus. Cody, how about you? Uh, HBO Max, Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix. I want to say that's it. I think I think I'm the same with you. Netflix, HBO, Disney Plus, Hulu. I don't use it much though. I don't use Hulu that much anymore either. I don't. I don't. I don't what was that? I was gonna say like the main thing I feel like that's gonna drive like for, at least for me for me to purchase streaming services is the original content. Like I don't really care about a lot about the old shows they have on there. Like it's if the original content is like good, then I'll like HBO and Netflix right now are the top tier with original content. A hundred percent. I would say that HBO has more has been more consistent with it because there's plenty of bad Netflix ones. Oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot of great, I've seen a lot of great ones, but. Yeah. yeah. HBO is really good. 
I just, I don't know. It's good. It's like, I advise if whoever's listening, I advise you, if you have a streaming service, get your friends together, split it. So you don't have to pay 15 individually each for each one. Cause the route we're going down is that I, I don't know about you guys, but I barely watch TV anymore. It's only for sports. Other than sports, which you don't even have right now. Yeah, so it's based. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember the last time I've turned on my cable box. I'll say I don't know. I watched three consistent shows on cable: SWAT, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Nine One One. Brooklyn Nine Nine is a good show. I've wanted to watch that. You guys will watch that. Oh yeah, so good. It's such a good show. All right, while we're talking about shows, yeah, that was a good intro to this. All right. What are some of you guys' favorite TV shows of all time? I'll let Cody go first on this one, because I know Cody's a big TV show guy. Like, do you want to do, like, how many? Like, top five, top just, ten? Uh, you don't even have, like, just name a few all that right. you think, like, deserve to all be right. said. Game of Thrones. Probably. Even... Except, all right, I know what you're going to say. Okay. Regardless. Of season eight, it's yeah. Regardless, it's still probably one of my favorites. Um, I hopped on the wagon late, like I didn't fin. I didn't start it until probably like well, uh, season eight was actually out because I remember yeah, I you guys you used to get it. yeah. You guys used to get together and watch it, and that's like when I first started it. Then like I binged it, which took forever, and then actually I just started. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. I actually recently started rewatching it. It's not going oh, too well because wow, it's such dude. a commitment. Um, it's so long. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. You should have did it during quarantine. Like, when I know. Started. I should have. But instead, um, he just watched every Marvel movie except for the most important one. That's right. Um, so aside from Game of Thrones, um, Friends is always a classic. Um, <laughs> uh Friends, The Office, that's a classic. <sighs> SpongeBob Forever. SpongeBob, SpongeBob Forever. I will, I will forever watch SpongeBob. Um, shit. Are you watching anything right now? Some good shit. Yeah, I mean. I watched, um, what was that show that you had me watch? Never Have I Ever. Oh, yeah, on Netflix. I watched no, that one. No, you're I, giving a funny face, but I, I, I'm telling you, go watch it. It's really good. It's not what you expect it to be about. All right, I wouldn't say it's really good. It's all right. I'll give it a chance. Um, I watched Outer Banks, obviously. Everyone watched that. Did you watch that, Sam? I watched, I'll, I'll give you, all right, I'll give you my quick review. I watched two episodes. Hated every single character in the show. Didn't finish it. No. Okay. Honestly, the first two episodes are probably the worst. I don't care. You don't start a show off with the two worst. You. That's just not good. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think that they think they're the worst. But I'm just saying the first two episodes, I felt like I wasn't too into it until it like actually started to like get into what it's about, and then like I loved it. I won't lie to you. I did, it doesn't happen much to me. Watching it made me angry. Like, I was just getting angry. Acting bad? Is acting bad, Sam? It's, it's pretty uh, bad, and all these kids are just dicks, and they just do stupid things. I just remember 
there was I don't even know what was happening because I was just so angry. But there was this girl, and she was like standing on like this board or something, like and like saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna fall into the water," and everyone's like, "Get off there! You're gonna hurt yourself." She's like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, yeah. why are you why are you being a dick? Like, they're trying to tell you not to do it." And I don't know. There seemed to be no redeeming qualities about these characters. All right, DJ, name me some of your shows that you are love. We, are we talking shows that are currently on, or like? You can do both. You can do both. What right. if I wasn't um, done yet? <laughs> are you done? Are you <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I have a lot of shows that I love. Um, I'm just gonna go to like I'm gonna list, list off like my favorites of all time. Okay. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Okay. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. The Office. Classic. Stranger Things. Oh, forgot Thank about you, that man. one. Thank That's you, a good one. That was going to be all mine. Um, Euphoria has become one of my favorites. It's it's still in the first season, but it's definitely one of my favorites. Brooklyn Nine Nine, for sure, up there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I've been uh, I'm trying to think of like historically what else I've loved. There's been so many shows. It's kind of tough to remember. It, it is because you watch so many and you're like but like the ones that you've named they must have had a big impact if you can just remember them right off the top oh of that. yeah like, for sure yeah. i think the, the biggest ones for me are at least for my childhood is definitely last airbender just an amazing mm-hmm. show like not even like it's not just for kids like grown-ups can watch that show and be like this is really good um and i think second up there is stranger things stranger things is just i'm like That's i separate, crazy i usually separate sitcoms from other shows, you know what I mean? So, like, Office is my favorite sitcom of all time next to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But for Stranger Stranger Things, it's just, like, it, I don't know. It's I love mystery, like, sci-fi, 80s, like, Spielberg type of vibe of a show. And, like, it's just each season gets better and better and better. I just rewatched season three for the so first time. So crazy. Oh, my God. Season three is so good. So good. It's, I, uh, I think yeah. we're getting season four this year, right? No, next year. Next year, uh, I live long. I think it's January twenty twenty one. Of course it is. Why would it not be this year? Why would they not help us out? Because it takes time. They're all busy. They're 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 bigger and doing bigger sh- movies now. You know, Millie's still with Drake. She's still doing her thing. Bro, with Drake. chill, chill, oh, people, chill people out. Out of proportion. Chill out, yeah. Chill out. Drake's like a a predator, man. He's just it's weird that he was texting a fourteen year old. Yes, but yeah, I don't think it was any ill intent behind it. I don't think so either. This the memes got me. The memes got me. The memes, the memes are funny, but yeah, I think those are some of my like really go to shows. Uh, I, I also forgot. Know. I also forgot Family Guy. Family mm-hmm. Guy will forever be one of my favorites. Family Guy is really funny. All you, I think of is Family Guy is when me and Luke used to. There was a time where that's all me and Luke used to do was watch Family Guy, Family and guy. Wilfred too. Oh, Wilfred! I remember that was one with like Elijah Wood and the dog, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you both said a lot of like shows I would put on. Like Stranger Things is definitely in mine. I remember I watched, and I feel proud saying it. I was on the Stranger Things bandwagon before a lot of people were. I watched that show at midnight when it came out because I knew about it. I was like, oh, this looks like you said, this looks like old Steven Spielberg, like kids in a weird town and stuff starts happening. Did he ex- did he produce the first season? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Um, because it's the Duffer Brothers that created it. I don't know if Spielberg. I don't think Spielberg produced it. I could be wrong though. That show, though, other than other than the ending of season three, loved every second of it. I okay. That, no, I know you're gonna say that. This ending of season three, <laughs> we're at the TJ's end. TJ's face. <laughs> what are you wrong? What is all right. Spoiler. All right. Spoiler. So if you haven't dude. seen Stranger Things season three, you should have already. If you haven't, go watch it. But I felt like the emotional impact of Hopper being dead was so strong just for the last scene to be like gotcha he's alive i was like come on well they didn't they didn't specify he was alive. okay rewatching it the, well, second he's in the, the trailer for season four though dj he's there yeah. no he, he's but, alive but you didn't know that he we know confirmed he's everyone alive. knew that everyone no, when you saw it at the end you're like it's probably hopper and yeah, but at the same time, like, I, I, I was like, probably Hopper. I was like, it also could be um, Dr. Was it Brennan or Brenner? Oh, yeah. yeah thought, but there was no way Hopper was going to die. Yeah, I, they did, though. If you looked at his, uh, the Wikipedia page, they put it, his contract was up after the season. So they kind of. I did see that because that's as soon as I finished, like, we started looking into it. And I was like, what? But I was like, I was like, there's no way he's dead. I know, wait, but I did see to the your contract. Point, Cody, though, when I watched that episode, that end episode, when he did, I'm gonna say for myself, I believe that he was actually dead because I was so sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, was I was so sad. sad. They got me with it, and that's why I didn't like the ending. I was like, oh. No, I, but the key, I think, also the key that they showed to that it's him. If you watch in the beginning of the season, or I think it's in the middle, the Russian refers to him as the American. Yeah. So then, I, then yep. I was like, okay, that was low key a little hint at it. But at the same time, I don't think it, it didn't. In the moment, I didn't. You didn't know, know if it was him. Like I, it wasn't positive. But like I, I was so sad watching that. Like the speech, listen to the speech that he wrote. And what made me more hit me harder was watching Eleven cry at the end of it, yeah. where she like laughs and breaks into tears. I'm like, damn. And then they start playing the heroes. The, the one from the first season when they yeah. find um his body. I just, it was such a great moment, and I'm not going to take it away, like, it's, like, because, but it just felt like it was a cop-out. It was, like, oh, you got me so good. It's just, like, if they saved that last scene as, like, a teaser for the next one, I'd be, like, okay. I'm, like, I'd be, like, ah, but, like, it felt like I was still, like, I was still so sad over him and, like, that whole ending, and then it was just, like, oh, don't be too sad. He's still here, and don't get me wrong. I'm happy that he's back. He's a great character. But it, was yeah. just, it felt like a cop out to me, mm-hmm. but I which I hope in the next season they give me a reason to be like, okay, it wasn't a cop out. Next season might be the last. I think they're gonna do five. I think they should do five. I think, I they, think they got two more. I think that's what they said. They got two more. I think this one will be during high school, and then I think the fifth one is gonna be them graduating high school, and that's when it all ends. Like this one, you honestly could have ended after the season because of like how the characters mm-hmm. were. That's also another part that made it so sad was the fact that like the friends were breaking up. They're they're growing up. Like, this season was about them getting older, and, like, that's what happens. When you grow up, it's like, sometimes friends just grow distant and grow apart, and people move, and it's, like, it, it just got so sad. Like, it was just so sad. They, you, know, you know why they were crying in that scene, what made them really cry? Why? Before they, before they said film, Millie Bobby Brown actually, this is her word, she said, like, what if this is, like, the last time? Like, what is this the final time, final season of Stranger Things? And that's why they were all crying, because, like, it possibly could have been the last Stranger Things season. So they're all sad that this is the last time they might work together. That show, like, just continues to, like, blow my mind each season. 
so good. It, it's it's crazy. Man, I'm, not, like, I'm not one to hate on child actors, but these are some of the best child actors ever. Because we've gone so, so good. They, and then I just want to give, I'm going to name a couple more shows so we've been talking about Stranger Things for a little bit. But shout out, oh, to Steve. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. Oh, you're talking about Joe Carey? Yep. Shout out to him. And what was DJ? What was or Cody? What was the name of the girl that he worked with? Oh, uh, Maya Hawk. Yeah, Ethan Hawk's um daughter. Her character, their dynamic, and the reveal at the end when he was like, kind of like falling for, her, and he's like, "Well, I don't like guys." I was like, I don't, know. "I don't know if she's gay or she's bi. I don't know. I can't tell." It, yeah, it was just a good thing that they did. It was like it took me. I was like, "Oh." I was yeah. like, it didn't feel like shoehorned in. It didn't feel forced. It was just like, it, it felt sense. like a valuable kind of thing for especially his character being yeah. like, oh, like, it was just their, their dynamic and the scene when they're both like high, funniest, funniest thing. What was What is your favorite scene from that season? What do you think your favorite scene is? It's probably either the end scene or the scene where him and her are both after they got like the whatever like the truth serum whatever oh they're talking the truth serum dude that was so funny i think for me it's the sauna test when they the sauna test is so the 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 tension like you you never really felt i never really felt like the characters were like the at least the kids are in like real danger but that scene right there i could really feel like damn like this is like this is actually like i i'm scared for them and like Eleven's badass like face like protecting her friends as she picks up the the weight bar and throw it at him and then like throws him out the room it's just the music too is just it's so intense and the lights flickering I love that scene so much a couple other shows I just want to mention before we move on because we've been talking about this for a little bit um Friends obviously one of my favorites yeah shake your head at me DJ um it's a good show but like chill out I, I'm just gonna Greg, say this since I know DJ loves The Office obviously Sam you like friends i would pick the office over friends thank you that's fine i still love i still love friends you're wrong that's fine it's fine it's funny like i find friends funny but it's not it's not as funny as the office i put just pure humor the awkward humor i agree with cody on game of thrones i would put that in there even with the last season my only problems i'll say this too my only problems with the last season i think it's a good season it just needed to be two episodes longer I'm fine with most of the choices they made. There's one big choice I, I still to this day will n- it, never. It's understand. not about. It's not about. It's not about. It's not about that they picked Bran as the king. It's more about how we got there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> Why are you saying sorry, Cody? Right you on. haven't seen the last season, have you? Yes, I have. Oh, yeah. I thought you haven't. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, no, I finished it. Oh, okay, yeah. Dude, why is yeah, your leader Bran the Broken? Bran the Broken is know. the one that you want to lead you? I'm sorry. Like, that... the ending's fine. The ending's fine with where the wolf pack ends up, you know what I mean? I'm fine with everyone where they're at. It's just how we got there. It made no sense. And all I'm saying is that Cersei deserved to burn. That's all I'm saying. Um, some other ones, like you said, Fresh Prince. Love it. One of my favorite childhood ones. Another one. Like I don't that. think I ever really watched that. Oh, like Cody, I've seen it. To. I've seen it, but I just mm-hmm. don't remember like actually watching it. 
You're missing out. So good. Full House is a childhood favorite of mine. There's one I used to watch when I was a kid. I'm trying to figure out. What did you think of Fuller House? Oh, even more you. All both season, of <laughs> season one made it all right because of nostalgia. Everything after that, P.U. I don't find it funny anymore. Like, when you're a kid, a lot, like, it shows like iCarly and like Victorious are like really funny, the humor. But like, now I'm older, I watch it. You I, look at it and you're like, why did I like this? Yeah, like, iCarly, I don't like. <laughs> the humor in iCarly, I just don't laugh at anymore. It's like. Yeah. No, it's rough. I the Victorious. Oh. I still like Victorious. Victorious has funny jokes. You rewatch Victorious, and there's yeah. so many jokes. You're like, why is this on a kids show? I'll yeah, no, yeah. There's some funny jokes in Victorious. Andre is one of my favorite characters. Mind Hunter, Netflix, another great one that I watched. It's got two seasons. We might not get a third one, but if you can, lobby for a third one because it's one of the best shows. Breaking Bad, one of my favorite shows on that train. Um, it's a slow one. You have to get into it. And I couldn't get into it. I tried. It's it's it's. I can see why. It's long. It's long. Um, Another one that I forgot was um, the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I was a fan of that. I was a fan of that. It took me. That was another thing that took me a while to finally watch. But um, aren't they doing like another version of it? Well, it's another season. It's based on another season. Yeah, the first one was based on too. Yeah, got the same cast. Same cast. But they're playing different characters. Yeah. Have you seen oh, that, that TJ? Haunting of Hill House? All right. Um, <laughs> other one Moving on. <laughs> Ozarks, another current one. Great. First season's, first season's a slow, but it's an introduction. Second season, phenomenal. Third season, good. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman went from a comedian to oh, just a good actor. Just a good actor. Um, never mess with The Walking Dead. I'm just looking at shows now. Never mess with The Walking Dead. Um, Mandalorian's only one season. I liked it. Can't say it's my favorite. Black Mirror is a show that I think people should just watch if you have a messed up mind because I have a messed There's up mind. There's some really good shows in Black Mirror. We make really good episodes. That's all. The, there's so many that I know I'm forgetting some, but there's so many. But these are just ones off the top of my head, like American Horror Story. I can't say the whole show is like collectively is one of my favorites, but individual seasons are. There's a few seasons that I liked, and then it got to the point where I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah, like, I think I watched the first few. The last couple have just been atrocious. I'll say it. And I haven't gave them the time. Uh, my favorite is the second one, the Asylum one. That one's my favorite and will always be my favorite. Emma Roberts, right. I'm a big fan of her. <laughs> um, all right, I think we've talked enough about shows. Cody, what's next? <clears throat> I like this one because the stats on this one are so close. All right, so the next one is Prime Dwight Howard or or Prime Anthony, or versus Anthony Davis. All right, I so the way I did this as is that, and with the stats that I have is that I'm comparing right now to Anthony Davis in his first what 
I think, eight seasons or whatever, maybe a little bit less, because he's been great throughout all. These first eight compared to Dwight's first eight in Orlando. And I'm going to read you some stats first so you just get a basic idea like what's okay. – the games played in the first eight seasons, Dwight has 621 and Anthony Davis has 521. Playoff games is crazy. That's Dwight, what I was confused about. Dwight has I played that. 57 playoff games when he was in Orlando compared to Anthony Davis, who's played nine. Dwight points in the first eight, 11,435. Anthony Davis, 12,526. So he beats him in that. But the rebound margin is crazy. Dwight has... Dwight has 8,072 rebounds when he was in Orlando. Anthony Davis, the same amount of time he's been in the league, 5,423. Close to 3,000 more rebounds. I guess what it comes down to is, like, I'm taking AD because I feel like he's just – in this today's NBA, I'm taking AD over Dwight Howard. I I agree. I, I think it's a tough conversation because you can be like, oh, well, Dwight can't shoot. But then you can have to be like, well, do you – we got to remember how dominant Dwight Howard right, was. Yeah, he Look was like, he where was he good. brought that Orlando team. Yeah, yeah. It was a powerhouse. Like like you said about how you said about like Clyde Drexler earlier on – how many players can you name on that Magic team? Was that the one where they had Jameer Nelson? How- yeah, I, I can name a lot because of just I was young. Like – but how many of them can you say were like, oh, they were nasty? It's just like, it's not like Dwight had a big three. No, nah, not was the, What was the, the white dude who was uh, Turkaloo? Turkaloo. He was good, but like, if he's like, I don't even know how to describe him. Like, he's they not that, like. They weren't that good. They weren't, they didn't have really that much of like star power besides Dwight. And he also had what? They were Shad Lewis as well on that team. Mm-hmm. The blocks is close too. Dwight. Has thirteen hundred forty-four. Eighty has one thousand two hundred fifty-five. But the thing that I thought was interesting about that is that Anthony Davis has led the league in blocks three times compared to Dwight in Orlando two times. Hmm. And it's just like the only thing you can really put the only thing you can really put above Dwight over AD. I think is defense, but it's not like it's like completely like oh he's such a better defender. Like it's close, but I would put defensively Dwight Howard. Yeah, I think Dwight's better just rim protector than AD. AD is definitely up there. But like yeah, but like the thing that like is weird, like not weird, but like it makes you think is like Anthony Davis can space the floor. Anthony Davis is generational. Like he's Dwight Howard was what like a back to the basket, dunk it on someone, like... He's an athletic big man that was really just kind of dominant in that era. Well, I mean, another thing you have to factor in, though, too, and I'm sure you're going to get to this, is the uh, the free throw percentage. Oh, my (laughs) God. So funny. So funny. Dwight at 58.8%. What is 80, like 80-something? 80.1%. Yeah, he's a really good free throw shooter for someone his size. First off, 58% free throw shooting, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. 
I 50. literally, there's nothing that pisses me off more. Fifty-eight point eight percent at the free throw line, but field goals, fifty-seven point seven. It's the same. It's the same. He it shoots is, yeah. the same free throw number as field goal. Jesus yeah. Christ! And it's just like it's too like. I think it's so. I think it's pretty close because it's maybe I don't know because. I had to factor in where Dwight brought his team. And maybe back then, like, the teams weren't as good as they are now. But I think Dwight's accomplishment, bringing that, like, being the leader of that team, bringing them to the finals, should, is the reason why I think, right now, I would put Dwight above. But career-wise, it's going to be Amy Davis out of the water. Yeah, I mean, AD's about to get a chip this year, so. That's just false. Hold on, DJ. You're gonna have to repeat that because it like cut out. I'm saying he's about to get a chip this year. Oh, okay, okay. I heard him fine the first time. Was that just to hurt me? No, it like it like. I'm not lying. I just wanted to like, for um, for editing purposes, I just wanted you to repeat it. Um, but yeah, I I just tried to factor it in because I was like. I would say, I don't know if you guys agree with me. I would say that was Dwight's prime. I think you can maybe put in. Maybe two more years. I wouldn't even say prime though, because even like his year with the Lakers wasn't that great. It was just a dysfunctional. His first year with the Rockets was pretty good. Like he was, I think he was. I think I read he was All NBA second team his first year with the Rockets. Yeah. But it's just like when I when I view Dwight Howard, Orlando Magic Dwight Howard, I, that's a different beast than. He's yeah. He's a different. He's just a different breed of a of a. Just a, at the time, he's the best center in the league. Without a doubt. All right. We talked enough about basketball. We talked a lot about basketball today. My last topic that I have a few good answers for. What are some of your personal favorite movie trilogies of all time? I mean, I already, can know. Go. I already know mine is. I know. I know. Can I guess what it is? Can I guess what it is? Just say it, yeah. Is it the Dark Knight? Yeah, Dark Knight. Trilogy. Yeah, okay, okay. I agree. That's in my top. I don't know. It's five, probably. It's. I, would you say it's the best of all time? I, I, it's tough. I think so. I think so because it's one of those that one of those trilogies where each movie, if I had to give it a rating, they're all a nine out of ten plus. Like, and they have a consistent story being told through three movies which is really hard to do like um Christopher Nolan's just narratives are just unmatched and like the way he tells it between each movie is just amazing to me name some more DJ I knew that was that was the easiest one that was the easy Uh, well you got the you got the also biggest one Star Wars the original Star Wars trilogy and the uh episode four five and six it's overrated Oof! You're gonna hurt some fans out there. Um, Never been a Star Wars fanboy. You got Back to the Future. You would say that was one of the greatest. No, I mean this is what people would probably say. This is not my. I'm. I'm not oh, saying, okay. But I would say general opinion. A lot of people would say these were the greatest trilogies of all time. Um, Lord of the Rings. I want to watch those. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the other two. I don't know why. But I've I never watch seen them. any of them. Any of the Lord of the Rings? I've seen one. I'm not a huge fan of them. Um, the Godfather. Ooh. Godfather trilogy is pretty big. 
What's, what is what do you think is two better than one in your opinion? Yes. Yes. One. A lot of people would put that up there. I've never made it to two or three. I've watched one once, never got to two or three. The Godfather? Yeah, I've never watched. Wow, I'm surprised by that, DJ. I'll be honest. There's a lot of like classic movies I still have to watch, you know. Oh yeah, and I I'm always a big person on this when we say when we like people our age watch movies from back then. We view them differently because we weren't alive back then. Yeah, uh, yeah. I bet you Star Wars when it first came out was the craziest thing ever. Oh, 100%. When it came out, because it was just revolutionary in terms of the, the cinematography, the story. It was when Hollywood shifted to more of a less like films that like were like had narratives to them and like, you know, were about the real world and like talk about real world issues and more to just movies that will take your mind off of um, what's going on. But they still had the same blueprint. Like a lot of these movies had the same blueprint of like, a rebellion or a, a character, you know, that's polarizing in terms of like their battle between two. It's just like that. You had that. You had aliens came out there in that time as well. Would you say aliens is up there for original children? I would say so. Yeah. With all these movies, you can say this. Like, I if someone ever told me that the, like, the Godfather is just okay, I'd be like, I can see why. Because people our age, we probably saw so many movies that took from the godfather before we saw the godfather oh yeah just like star wars we saw so many movies because personally i it's different very i didn't grow up with star wars i wasn't like that wasn't my thing when i was i like it but i have a, I have a couple more too that are pretty big uh okay. the matrix fun fact never seen it never seen it. the first one is really good two and three get really not so good in my opinion Indiana okay. Jones original trilogy, they, I think that's pretty big. I'm never, I was never a huge. We don't talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We don't talk about it. Is it bad? That's the low key my favorite one to watch because. All right, Cody. What are some of your favorite trilogies of all time? Because listen, DJ, listen. DJ has to relax I was Sam, oh, I want you to go next. Then we got the Born trilogy as well. The Born trilogy is kind of good. Really good. Can't believe you just said that, DJ. That comment before the born um he said a lot of them like the dark knight's definitely up there it's probably my favorite it's just one two like they each get better uh i can't say that one gets from one to two it gets better and then two to three it's about i would say this personally i say the same i would say the dark knight's above just because it changed comic book movies forever yeah but i have so much admiration for those movies um indiana jones one two and three because there's only three movies out there um <laughs> you're making a fifth one don't forget about that oh yeah when harrison ford's 95 years old and he's in a wheelchair doing it i can't wait for that um one that you didn't mention dj which i was kind of surprised about sam raimi's spider-man trilogy because we don't is... talk about those trash ass toby mcguire films bro okay but toby mcguire you can say that but the movies are good I didn't start yet. Two, two is good. One is good. Two is great. Three is a guilty pleasure. Um, Fair enough. Pirates of the Caribbean. 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 You let me know what it is. Good. Um, I like those. This is really good. I, I rewatched them the other day. Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Yeah, give me one second. Give me one second. Okay. This man leaving in the middle of the podcast. Should be. We can just keep talking. Um. Should be in the top ten. 
um, Jack Sparrow as a character, he, even though I think he got old with it, like, especially with the fourth and the, the problem, fifth. The problem with the fourth one was they made him the main character. And when you make Johnny, it, like, I don't know whose dumbass idea it was to put Jack Sparrow as the main character because it just was too much Jack Sparrow. But one, two, and three, you had, um, what's her name? You had Orlando Bloom and... Uh, Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley, yeah. So... There's some good trilogies out there. I don't. What is the? Do you remember the theme of the third Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises? Because I know the first one, Batman Begins, is fear. The second one is chaos. Um, I forget the third one. I don't, I don't off the top of my head. But that's a good point to bring up. With those movies, it has some of the best music, like the score. Oh, the fucking! Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when Batman comes back to Gotham and he goes, "Light it up!" with like his deep ass voice. <laughs> Dude, that those movies, those movies will all those movies belong. Man, I don't know. I'm not only, a museum. Only, only way, the only thing they fail on, in my opinion, is just the hand-to-hand combat, the choreographed fight scenes. That's not that's not Christopher Nolan's. No, it's not. It's not his strength. And because if you watch the battle, the siege on Gotham, boy, do the extras really. It's really tough to watch with the extras in the background. They just fall. They some of them just fall. I've seen it. They just yeah. fall out of nothing. Did you know, though, this is a fun fact before I name my last trilogy, and then I'll hand it off to Cody. Um, Wait, did I miss any of the ones that you said? No, it was just, we were just talking about Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay, I don't care about that. Um, did you know that in some scenes that Tom Hardy as Bane had to wear, like, heels, I'm pretty sure, because he was shorter than Christian Bale, and Bane's supposed to be this, this tall, big guy, so they had to put him in heels in some of the scenes to make him look. Mm-hmm. That's why when you see him made in some of the shots, it's kind of from like a lower angle to make it look like he's taller and like larger than life than he actually is. Because don't get me wrong, he got big for that movie, but he's not a tall guy. Mm-hmm. But um, the last trilogy that I'm also surprised you didn't name, DJ, um, Toy Story. One, two, Ooh. and three. Yeah. All are crazy well speaking of pixar no well, it's not pixar dreamworks i'd say you got kung fu panda and uh how to train your dragon really big. kung fu panda kung fu panda is so movie. good how to train your dragon like literally dreamworks does not miss they don't miss when it comes to movies they don't all right cody let's hear what you guys say i i have a feeling is is the dark knight in there like that trilogy it is Okay. Just because the amount of times that I watched those movies with Melissa, it's because Melissa's a big Batman fan. Is Melissa um, your girlfriend? No, it's my sister. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, definitely Toy Story. I will forever love Toy Story, even though we differ on <laughs> ranking them. Because um, okay. Um, three is the. We continue. Cody, you're on the clock. Oh, yeah. Um, Iron Man, is that a trilogy? Uh, oh, no, I didn't, even, I didn't even say that. I Yeah, I, I would put... I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the Marvel movies as trilogies because there's other stories that are told with them. So, like... <laughs> nah. You know what I mean? Because, like I, like, I would put Captain America up there for talking. Oh, yeah.
So I would say I would say if we're if we're gonna include Marvel, I think the Marvels have their own like trilogies for movies. So I would mm. say I would say the best Marvel trilogy movie is the Captain America three. I believe that I agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, I would DJ. What's your favorite Toy Story? I haven't watched them in so long. Two, I would say. Two. I think it goes like in reverse order, like three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three. I mean, three. Three is really good too. Three made me cry. Uh, the bear. I've never hated a character more besides Dolores Umbridge than oh. fucking bear in that movie. Oh, dude. They are the same person. They are the same person. Yeah. We're, we're saying it's a trilogy, but there is a fourth movie. And I just remembered that there was a fourth movie that came out last year. That I haven't on, watched that On second viewing, it's just all right. First viewing, it was good. Should I watch it tonight? Um, you could. It's either that or Percy Jackson. So you choose. Don't ever make me watch. I'm never watching Percy Jackson again until the Disney Plus series. Also, did I tell you that's why I got into wanting to make films? Because I wanted to make the Percy Jackson movies into movies. I mean, Percy Jackson books into movies because I love them so much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now they're making a, um, a Disney Plus series. So hopefully one day I get to work on those. It's like if they keep making them. You know? The Disney Plus show is going to be crazy. Yeah, because Rick Riordan's involved. So hopefully they cast well, cast young, so they can continue on throughout. You know. Yeah, because they have... They have um... The guy, the author that wrote the books, he's part of it, right? The show. Rick Riordan? Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that announced it on his Twitter. Yeah. He, he, he first announced like a couple months ago that he was talking with Disney because everyone's trying to get someone to pick up the show for like Netflix or something. I mean, pick up the, the rights to it. Because the, the, if they, they could, it can be like a Harry Potter. If they plan it well, there's 10 books in total. You have the first five and you have the second five. And if they, if they, Structure this way, you can get fucking ten series, ten seasons, or ten movies out of this. So yeah, because what I yeah what I read was that they're gonna try and um do like each season's gonna be a book, so they're gonna do like a season for each book, which which makes sense. It's really that's 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 the best way to include everything from a book into a movie, into like into media into digital media because like the the Harry Potter movies. Only really successful, I feel like, most successful when it comes to translate into books to movies, I feel like. They mm-hmm. can be good in both. They, after uh, Chamber of Secrets, they realized that the movies were too long and they had too much extra stuff in there. So then when it came to Prisoner of Axe Band, they're like, we're just only going to focus on everything that involves Harry. Anything else gets thrown out. Yeah. And that's why Alfonso Cuaron saved the, the fucking franchise. Which is a tough task to do because those books are so big and there's so much to do with them. And the biggest, like, I keep going. The, the biggest book that they have is the shortest movie. Well, uh, Order of the Phoenix, right? Yeah. Sweaty I love Harry Potter. Sweaty Harry Potter, but I love that one so much. Um, I would, yeah. I, I, well, no, I can't say, yeah, that's not my favorite one, but it's not even close. But um, it makes, like, as long as they do it right, as long as they do this Percy Jackson series right, and um, they just use the source material that you have, because the source material is so good. Yeah. It's so good. I, um, I, I love those so much. Cody, do you have any other like film trilogies that you, other than Toy Story and The Dark Knight? 
No, just it's, oh. it's like it's tough because even Toy Story, there's a fourth one, but like I still view the to- the first three is a trilogy, just like I view the first three Indiana Jones as a trilogy. I mean, if I'm being honest, I haven't seen all the Back to the Futures. Um, I would I would say that the only great one is the first one. Some might disagree, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've never seen any of the Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. It's a tough fan base to get in the Star Wars. I'm letting you know no, that. I now. want to. Like, don't that get me wrong. I want to. How do you miss out on pop culture references? Huh? How do you understand pop culture references? Dude, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I never got into. My viewpoint. Listen, on... nuts in here judging you, all right? Fair My enough, viewpoint on Star Wars, and then we'll say goodbyes. So we've been, this has been a good episode. Yeah, is that uh, with Star Wars, is that. Uh, Darth Vader, one, will never be a top three villain all time for me because he didn't end a villain. And two, it Star Wars has bad writing because in the first movie, they made Luke and Leia kiss. And in the second movie, like, JK, we're brother and sister. George Lucas is just like... Yeah, and I'll leave my stuff off that. Cody, I'm guessing nothing... You want to add to that? You haven't seen Star Wars. It's, I can't really contribute just with that. Just know that brother and sister kiss and people support that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. I think that should be good. Um, DJ, I'm going to leave the floor to you right now. You got like a minute. Say whatever you want. Shout out whatever you want. Um, you. I want to say thank you for having me. Uh, follow me on Instagram at DJ7. Um, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, it's called DJ Morell, M-U-R-R-E-L-L. I have vlogs. Oh, banger there. videos. Huh? Did you drop some banger videos? Dude, thank you. Thank you. Drop some videos. Even though I've only been in one of them, but it's fun. <sighs> and you say we have to take pictures all the time. Yet to happen, but it's not a big deal. I don't hold grudges. Also follow my photography page at DJ Morell underscore photography. Hit me up if you want to do photo shoots. And, um... I also have a podcast on my YouTube. It's called No Hesitation. Uh, episode two is going to come out tomorrow. We talk more in depth about, if you want to hear my opinions on everything that's going on with the protests and um, everything that's going on, there'll be a full episode on there. And then uh, finally, I have a clothing brand, me and my boy Rob, a Black-owned business. If you want to help out, support Black-owned businesses, Substance, S-B-T-N-C-E. Uh, we have shirts in stock, such as coming soon. So, you know. Hit my, hit my, everything you, if you want to find anything about me, it's in my Instagram. It's on my Instagram. And all these, all the, everything he just said, all these links will be in the descriptions and stuff. We'll put those in there. Oh, check them, check them out. Great kid. Gonna, he's doing great things. He's going to continue to do great things. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank okay. you for being on here. No I problem. want you on I want you on again. For sure. For sure. Definitely. Cody, do you have anything you want to add? Like anything you want to say before we put an end? Uh, not really. I think this went actually over really well, uh, especially for it being our second one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got the ropes down of pretty much everything. Uh, I want to thank DJ for taking what almost two hours out of his night to uh, <laughs> speak with us, and you know, that's pretty much it. Just. Like Cody said, and like DJ says, I agree with everything they said. Thank you again, DJ, for having being on here. And like what we talked about earlier, with everything going on in the outside world, 
just keep pushing this on. Keep going to the rug. Protesting, it, anyone who thinks protesting doesn't work, just look, we're already making change here and we're just starting, you know, get it. We're going to keep applying pressure. Keep keep making them hear us. If we push this, it's been happening for years and years and years. It, we get strong about this for a couple of weeks and it just kind of dies down. We can't let this die down anymore. So it's a revolution. I really do think this is a revolution.